Parterochu. Praise God. Mekterin zihra virileyin karuzeyim. Somebody had invited me to preach for them. Yevismat newtein patrastel vuronde khutsayim et newtimasin. Yeah, I pre- prepared a subject to speak about Your that day. Çeyim. And I was, uh, of course, uh, a guest speaker. Yev yekegetsu yeresnerits mekke gavindiasav yekparet vartin chimasin esudun karuzeyim. And one of the elders of the church came and asked me, what are you going to preach about? What's the subject? Yes, Asam Newtus. And I said, well, this is my subject. Asam Karelia Poches Newtus. And he said, is it okay if you change your um, subject and talk about the Jesus' second coming? Uh, and I said, just, why are you saying that five minutes before I start the talk? He said, please, could you just pray about it and see if the Lord is going to guide you to do that? And I said, why are you so, uh, you know, emphasizing that I should speak about the second coming? And he said, I think because my church has actually forgotten that Jesus is supposed to be coming back. And he says that they are so involved with their own problems in this world that they've forgotten about heaven. And then it's been such a long time since one of us have died in the church, so everybody's forgotten that death exists. So he asked me, says, I beg you, could you and I said I've actually asked the pastor to talk about it but he says oh there is so many other needs and so many other preachings that we can do that that's secondary and I prayed about it and even though I wasn't prepared for it I really knew that that was God's message so I gave a message I know that in this church, at least a, a few times a year, we get to think about heaven and death and Jesus is coming back. But nevertheless, today the Lord has put it in my heart that I should speak about Jesus' Jesus's second coming. If we go to a theater... And, and in the play, if there was uh, like a curtain where they showed two plays, and if it was a very nice uh, play, you might think, okay, I've seen the first one, I'm not going to wait for the second one. I don't think you're going to do that. Because what is important is you want to know the second part. What's going to happen next? So Jesus has come back, come for the first time. He was born. He grew up. He did his service. He died on the for our sins. He went to the grave. He rose again. And he went to heaven. And that is the first part of the play, and the curtains go up. But what he said is that he was going to come back. Now it seems like we are living in that, uh, you know, that, that, that mid-time. We are having a break in between. And of course, the second part would be when the curtains open up for the second part of his coming. So it's important for us to know what's happening next. 
Our worship to him. But what do we ask for it? He says, do we say, give us our daily bread? Watch. No, that's not what we ask. This is not the first need we have in this world. The first need we have is this. Let your kingdom come. This is our prayer. This is the first place we give to the request that we Եվ have from the And this is the first request we have. And it's, uh, you might be surprised to know, know that the last prayer in the Bible as well talks about that. Just before the, uh, the revelation, the book of Revelation finishes, there is a prayer. It's at the last prayer that we, we of yek. And he says, Lord, come. That is the last prayer, and that is the most important prayer we have. How much do you pray about that? Do you, do you ever pray that Jesus should return early? Soon? Do we desire that he returns soon? Do we wait for his coming soon? 
Is it important that he comes soon? I asked somebody, I asked somebody, do you ever pray for Jesus to come back? And he says, well, I haven't got married yet. I'm going to wait and get married first before that. He says, I've got a few things to do. First, I'm going to do all these things and then I'm going to pray for him to come back. But our need, I feel as if our need is that, to pray that the Lord should come. If we are ready, then I think that we will pray, Lord, come. Of course, he has his own timing for coming back. And he will come on his own time. And he's not going to delay. And if he hasn't come back until now, it's because he has had to endure us, so that we can become ready. And there will be more people joining the kingdom. But the subject of second coming, what sort of benefits does that have for us? I want to answer that question for you. The first message that the, the second coming gives us is an awakening. Whenever the Bible talks about Jesus' second coming, it talks about, he says, stay up, awake. In Mark 13, you can have a look at it later. From 32 to 37 talks about that. He says four times Jesus repeats, he says, stay awake because you don't know when Jesus is going to return. How can you, um, a human being, just wait for the Jesus' second coming and stay awake? A preacher asks his people one day, he says, do you think Jesus is going to return this week? Everybody said no. Uh, he says, no, we don't think that it's going to come days later. Like and he, he asked them, he says, do you know that this, your attitude is one of the signs that Jesus is going to return soon? And because he has said that, he said, one of the signs that I'm going to come back is because people won't be waiting for So if we are, as a, we are part of those people who think that that, oh, it's not going to come back this week. Then we are one of signs as well. That's why we have to be awake all the time. And it's very important. Because we know that Satan keeps us so busy, and we ourselves get ourselves so busy during the day and week that we don't have time to think about things like that. We shouldn't wait until the time that it's, uh, you know, time for us to die and then start thinking about the heavens and where we're going. And one of the reasons we are depressed most of the time is because we don't think about heaven much. We are um, how a real home is in heaven. This world and this life is just a bridge that we are crossing over. Have you ever seen somebody actually build a house on a bridge? 
Karmucu ansın can aparı. Bridge is a place to cross over. Mer verin yerkna kahkahkan uçun I think verin. Napatak verçin napatak yerkin kene. Our uh, ultimate purpose, the end and our home is in heaven. Afrika'yı meç boruş Kristonyanlar kanı bu repor meke mahanuma çen asun mahatsal. And in Africa as well, some Christians, when somebody dies, they never say that he died. Asmen napatakin hasa. And he says, they say that he um, achieved his purpose. And this is our purpose as well. Our ultimate goal is that. Our eternal goal is that. Our eternal home is this. Yes. I praise God for the um, present uh, blessings that we can have in this world. But it doesn't matter what sort of blessings you have on this world, in this earth. It's, it's, it's going to be disappearing. It's temporary. It's temporary. If you're sick, you get well, you're going to get sick again. One day, you will lose your dear ones. You will lose What blessing, whatever blessing you can put your finger on, one day you're going to lose them. But eternal life is going to stay forever. And that is why that we have to think about the life uh, after death a bit more than we do and that is what's worth thinking about everything else is temporary when we start thinking about that all the time then we are, will be awake uh, a brother believer we had is was about to die and it was clear for him that he was going to join the Lord on that night. All his family members were uh, believers. Uh, he had a brother, uh, a son, a youngest son, called Karabet, who was not a believer. He was very um, peaceful and he said goodbye and kissed every single member of his family. And the way he was saying goodbye to them as if he was going to sleep and nothing more. But when he got to Karabet, he looked at him deeply and he started crying and he started, um, you know, hugging him and he couldn't say to him, Good night. And he, he told him, Goodbye, Garabet. I'm going to a very long journey away from you. And he wouldn't let go of his son. And Karapet said that, Dad, you said goodbye very casually to all the other members of the family. How come you're making such a fuss when you're saying goodbye to me? And he said, but I'm not worried because I'm going to see the rest of the family. Because we are going to go to the same place. But if you stay the way you are, we are not going to see so that's why I'm, I'm taking time to see you a bit more because I'm not going to see you again. And the guy got uh, convicted and he said, Lord, uh, Father, I want to be where you are as well. 
papi karavati motsungie kav ye vapasha and uh, he knelt in front of um, his dad and then he gave his life to the papi karapeti nerturka so and then karapet uh, he hold him as well and he just said good night karapet to you as well pari ruisun kezikatesne he says i'm sure that in the morning another morning i'll see you how to make sure do you actually believe that how to make sure do you believe it Եթե աստված մեզի այս աշխարհի համար ստեղծածներ ես չիմ կարող ընդունիմ որ արդար աստված If God had only created us for this world I would have had very difficult time believing that he was a Որոշներն ասում են մենք երկնքի համար չի որ քրիստոնյայինք Some people say that we did not become Christians for the heavens Ես էլի մեկ ժամանակ էտի ասում And there was a time that I thought the same Բայց ես հիմա ասում եմ ես Հիսուսի համար քրիստոնյա եմ But I now they I say I've become a Christian for Jesus Բայց երկնքի համար էլ շատ ավելի լավ քրիստոնյա եմ But for heavens as well I am a better Christian Ողոս առաքյալն ասում է եթե մենակ մենք ես աշխարհում Քրիստոսի վրա հույս ունենանք ամեն մարդկանցից ավելի դժբախտինք Paul says that if we had come to know the Lord just for this world you are more miserable than the people who don't know Մենք հավիտանական հույս ունենք We have a hope which is eternal and that is the reality es ashkharkum shat paner menk chenk hatskanum in this world we might not understand a lot of things yev shat hartser ka vor pataskhanu chunen there is so many questions we haven't got answers to but yer por naka but when he does return bolori pataskhanu menk zer kperen we will have all the answers to our questions yer kinkh hacheli tege and because the the heavens is a pleasant place to be hallelujah es mezi artun kpay And this is going to keep us Եգորտ օկնությունը որ տալիս է Հիսուսի գալու պատկանը And the second blessing that um uh, it gives the second coming of Jesus gives us Մեզի իրական մխիթարության եւ ուրախության պատճառ է դառնում It gives us uh, joy and encouragement Առաջին Թեսալոնիկեցիչ 4-րդ գրքի մեջ 1 Thessalonians 4th chapter 13 համարի մեջ ասում է չեմ ուզում նրանց նման որ հույս չունեն տխուր լինեն In verse 13 it says I do not want you to be like those who don't have any hope sad like those who don't have any hope տխուր չեք լինի եթե մեկին ձեռքի տալիս He doesn't say that you're not going to feel sadness when you lose somebody what he says is that you're not going to have the same sadness as those people who do not have hope իրար մխիթարեք հիսուսի գալու խոսքերով And then in Thessalonian that verse 18 he says with these sort of words encourage each other Իսկապես եթե այդ հույսը չունենանք ինչպես ենք ուզում մխիթարվենք I don't know if we didn't have this hope I don't know how we were going to comfort each other Եթե որ մատ մեր հարազատներից կնար պետք է ասենք էլ վերջ When we lose somebody that we love we we had to say that was it it finished էլ վերջ When somebody died that would be the end of it. And we will never see that person again. But praise God that it's not going to be like this. Praise God that we will spend eternity together. And that is truth. And that is the truth. Նրանք որ ասում են սրանք կարելի է աստու խոսքի համեմատ չելնի And those people who say that what we are saying is not according to the word of God 
Do you know what I asked them? Ասում Աստված ինչ բան է ստեղծել գելնի մինչև հիմա չի եղել։ I said I always asked them what is it that the Lord has ever said in this book that has never come to be. Ինչ որ մինչև հիմա ասելա եղելա։ Whatever he has said it has happened. Ինչ էլ որ սրանից հետո պիտի լինի անպայման կլինի։ And whatever that he said is going to happen from now on it will happen. Իմ պապես My dad wasn't a believer. And one day when he wasn't a believer, he said that you, Edward, you spent so much time praying, reading the Bible, going to church. If you leave this world and find that there is no heaven and hell, how are you going to feel? You have to say that you've, uh, you were Stupid! You were fooled. When you find out that there is nothing, you have left. You know, spent all your life, and you've lost it all. And I said, "Well, Dad, I haven't lost anything." Yes, was time, ka? I know that. Heaven exists. But even for one second or one person, let's. Think that there isn't yes, anything. Like that. I've been happy more all my life <laughs> for a like that, and I lived a good life because of that. And I've lived a holy life because <laughs> of that. But I'll ask you a question. Now that you are saying that there is nothing after that, and if you left this world and opened your eyes in hell. How would you react? I have not lost anything. But how would you cope with that? My father was not a teacher. But he would never, he always had an answer to question. But at that moment, he was silent. And he started thinking about it. And this question that I asked him was torturing. And he said, if, if hell was a reality, what am I going to do? And that was one of the reasons that my father came to know the Lord. When we have this hope, we are encouraged. We are comforted and happy. We feel happy. There's so many bad news Wars. And Bush and Blair are trying to get rid of every terrorist in the world. For years they've been promising that, but the situation is getting worse. And the world is not going to get better. It's not. It's just going to go get worse and worse. Because the word of God says so. Yeah. What is happening is that every year they've got another country being added to their problems. One country like Iran, it seems like playing with the whole world. Just imagine a small people like Palestine. The whole world is talking about it and um, for years. But it's written that that's what's going to happen. But the word of God says when you see events like that, be happy because you know that the second coming is. Don't look at the situation in the world. You 
involve yourself and be busy with the heavenly stuff. And the third blessing that the uh, second coming of Jesus gives us today is help us to live a holy life. First John, third chapter, second verse. He says, whoever has this hope uh, cleanses himself. If we believe that Jesus is coming back, we will live a holy life. The things that it is not according to the will of God, we will let uh, uh, get rid of them in our lives. Because we will be, uh, we will know that one day we will have to stand in front of this holy God. And we will have to give account of what we've done and not done. And the spirit and the presence of the Lord is a holy presence. And the word of God says that without holiness no one can see God. And the Lord has called us into a holy life. And in the heavens, nothing unclean can enter it. Maybe a lot of people we do not know what sort of life, personal life we live out there. But, uh, you know, our, our secrets, the Lord is well aware of our secrets. If we really believe that Jesus is going to come back, this motivates us that we uh, prepare ourselves for the coming. And so many Christians these days that the um, life of Christianity is not serious for them. They are in between. Yeah, they're, they're lukewarm. Somebody asked somebody, are you Christian? And he says, well, it is... In some points, I am. And I said, what points you're Christian? Only, only, I only pick up the points that actually benefits me. Those points that are, goes against me and it doesn't benefit me. And sometimes even our children have answers like that Sunday school. In Sunday school, uh, they were talking about uh, the uh, poor uh, Lazarus. Lazarus. The poor man Lazarus, not our Lazarus, because he's not, he's not poor. And after the story was given to the children, uh, the, the teacher asked a question. And then they ask, he said, do you, not children, do you want to be in the place of this Lazarus who is poor or the rich man? And he said, one of the children said, and in this world I want to be that rich man, but when I go to heaven, I want to be the poor man. We have to choose. I'm not saying you have to choose uh, poverty. I'm, I'm saying that you have to 
choose between uh, falsehood and the truth. You have to make a choice between darkness and light. You cannot live in both lives. You either have to be a believer or none at all. I'm give this to Alice. So we are just pulling it. It's not going to happen. You either have to give it or not give it. I'm sure every day, if you're going to work, you use trains and trams and buses. What will happen if you put one of your legs inside the train and one of them on the platform? You will not survive. And this is why the word of God is very clear. You cannot serve to to, um, bosses. Jesus is coming back. I have to live a holy life. I have to in truth repent. And, and prepare myself for his coming. And then one other point I want to make. And Jesus is coming. The fact that he's going to come back helps us cope with the difficulties of this life. In Jacob 5. It says seven and eight. It talks about uh, blessed are those who wait for it. Because the Lord is coming back. And we have to have patience so that we can get that blessing. And Jesus said the people who wait to the end will get their salvation. A lot of people start really well. But unfortunately, they don't finish well. And the important thing is that to endure to the end and finish well. A lot of people I've known that they started Christian life with such uh, fever and warmth. But little by little, they lost that passion. And the word of God clearly says that be careful because at the end days a lot of people will lose their love, first love because of the problems. The word of God does not say, promise, does not promise that we will not have any problems in this world. In this world we will go through a lot of difficulties. We will lose our dear ones and that will be trial and uh, we will have persecutions and and, um, yeah. Jesus said that you will have problems in this world. We have not reached the heavens so that there is no problems in our lives. The most important thing is that through all these persecutions and tribulations that we keep our first love and towards God. So that we can say it like with Paul that I have uh, fight the good fight and I have kept my faith and I have 
reached my goal. And now I'm waiting for the crown of righteousness. So yes, Christianity has problems with it. But we have to have patience and stay faithful. Christianity is the uh, way to the cross. And uh, at the end, I want to say this. He talks about the life of a Christian from this the journey from this world to the heavens. And he was saying that he was carrying the cross towards the heaven. And it was really difficult to drive this cross. And I'd become injured because of that. And sometimes I would fall down to the earth. But at the end I decided to leave the cross behind and run. And when I put the cross down, I felt really relieved. And I knew that I was progressing really well. I could run fast and I got to Jerusalem really quick. And I was relieved from carrying this cross. But when I got to Jerusalem, but I knew that there was a big... Um, um, Cliff Valley. I, I wanted to cross, but there is nothing I couldn't cross this cliff. And then I said, Where did this valley come from? And then I started praying and saying that you've got to get rid of this valley so that I can enter your Jerusalem. But Jerusalem, from Jerusalem, the Lord shouted, where is your cross? And I said, well, why did I need the cross for something like this? I was tired of carrying I wanted to progress faster, but the cross was preventing that. It was very difficult to carry. I, I needed a lot of patience. So I've left it behind. He said, you've got to go back and get it. I said, don't torture me anymore. But that was the only way. So he went back and got the cross. And I was, you know, uh, nagging and... And then I said, well, why am I, what is this cross going to be used to me? But he said that you can put the cross across this uh, valley. And then when I put it on, it seems like a, making a bridge from one side to the other. Exactly fitting. now you can cross by crossing over the cross. The, the way to heaven is the way of cross. And the, um, the book, the cross is the, the way of cross. Yes, the, way of the, way, the way of the gospel is the way of cross. And Jesus has said, whoever wants to follow me has to 
take off his cross and he has to deny himself and he has to follow me. But what at the end? But after the cross, it's the heaven. And this is the way to heaven. And we have to train ourselves to think that way. I'm sure that the second coming has other messages for us as well. But these four points that I've given you, you can digest that until another time, I'll give you more points. But I am happy that one day I'm going to see Jesus. Are you happy too? Is that the desire of your heart? Are you ready to see him? Are you waiting for him? Can you actually, can we pray today, Lord, come? And when tonight we sleep, and we can ask this question from us, if Jesus does come, Today. Am I ready? Or if I went to sleep and never woke up. And it doesn't matter if he is coming or I'm going. It doesn't matter we are going to the same place. It doesn't matter if he comes or I go. My place is only the same place. So if he is coming, then I have to make sure that I do live a holy life. So I want to let's let's sing this uh, sweet song together. Hallelujah, Hallelujah! Jesus Jesus is going to return again. Let's stand up and sing together. And he says that Jesus has gone to heavens and he's going to come back very soon. And he says that all the signs are showing that the coming of Jesus Christ is very close. And he says, Jesus, Lord, we are waiting for you. And we are missing you and, and calling that you return. Quick. Let this be our prayer. Hallelujah, 
Then the angels came down and said like Oh Martik inchrek vrev na um apshat Why are you so sad looking up Ai Jesus vor yerkin knat The same Jesus that just you know is is going to come back Hence ait pes vor knat The same way as he went up Kezi ait pat kami hamar And I praise you for this message Okhnir vor menk mich travra matatsin Help us remember Ինքը անձամբ իրամեջ